morning, Golden Ale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through Pier, on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 437. Today's going to be a doozy, friends. We'll be talking about the new digital army that is coming for you. Now, if you've been with me, you know that modern warfare modern warfare has taken so many different twists. It's kind of hard to keep track of. But what we're going to talk about today, this new digital army, this is probably the threat that you never saw coming. So let's just open up and talk a little threat assessment, shall we? I have an honest question for you. What do you consider to be the greatest threat to your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? Is it A, the destruction of America by corrupt politicians and a predatory ruling class? Is it B, the rapid shift to centralized digital governance being led by the global cabal? Is it C, the idiocy, apathy, and complacency that perpetuates the ascending insanity? Is it D for drumroll, please? The commies are taking over the world! Or is it E, everything above plus much, much more? (laughs) I'll let you decide that for yourself, friends. In order to evaluate and synthesize these threats... I think we need to orient ourselves in the proper context. We know that the secret global cabal has launched the Great Reset to enslave us all in an inescapable digital surveillance state, a techno-dystopian hell. And we know that both science and government has been weaponized against us. We know consensus is being fabricated out of thin air, and we know the majority of people still continue to be steeped in the deep state propaganda that warps and distorts their perspectives until the mind becomes completely detached from reality. Friends, it's happening all around the world. But what I want to emphasize here for just a second is that there's a science to all of this. Okay, There's a science to this warping of the mind, this menticide, this subconscious taming that we've learned so much about. I mean, I was completely ignorant. I had no idea. That's why I self-identify as an ignorant peasant. But there is a science to it. And those who have understood this science have long been warning about these sort of mental attacks. And yet too few people even have a clue that it's happening. Those who do not realize what's happening, that, that, makes, that makes them helpless. It makes them vulnerable. It makes them easy prey. They really have no will to resist because they remain completely unaware that their minds are being transformed. And just to be crystal clear here, this is mental warfare, friends. This fifth generation warfare, it literally attacks and transforms the biological brain. Okay, rerouting neural synapses, reconditioning human perception, and restructuring the very way that people see the world. All of this happens without the individual even being aware that it's happening. That's the scary part. But the result is always the same. The result is behavioral change. That means they can get you to do what they want you to do, or at least they can get the majority of people to do what they want to do by tinkering and tampering with their brains. So yes, 
America is being destroyed from within by a corrupt and predatory ruling class. And yes, the global elites are rapidly implementing an inescapable digital surveillance state. And yes, idiocy, apathy, and complacency are allowing them to do this in broad daylight and thus, you know, perpetuating the ascending insanity. And yes, of course, the commies are taking over the world, or at least they're trying to. And since all the global elites say that China's the Chinese Communist Party is role model for the world, I think that we could just take that statement at face value. The commies are taking over the world, okay? Not making it up. Now, we're going to circle back to these commies in a minute. But first, I want to give you a mental image to associate with the greatest threat of all. The greatest threat to your future looks like this 15-year-old twit from the Congo who has bleached blonde hair staring at a cell phone with some stick-on nails that, you know, big hoopy earrings, all this stuff. I want you to meet Miss Blessing Kasai, or Kasasasi? I don't know how to say her damn name, but meet Blessing because she is a woman's activist. She's a children's rights activist, and now she holds the future of your life in her hands. Friends, she's 15. She's a budding young activist, but now she has the full weight of the United Nations behind her. She has been trained to fight back against falsehoods that can trigger tension and violence and even death. She has been trained to dispel disinformation and hate speech. She's been trained to target anything that threatens security stability, and progress toward the UN Sustainable Development Goals. This 15-year-old twit has been trained to implement the globalist agenda. Now let that sink in. Slowly, let that sink in. Blessing Kasai is just one member of a growing digital army. That the United Nations is proudly announcing to the world, right? We've got this new global digital army. It's so great. We're going to keep people safe from disinformation and hate speech and fight back against falsehoods that trigger tension. Oh, it's just glorious. Now, there should be no doubt that this young woman has many years of global service ahead of of her. You know, she's she's just getting started. I mean, she's only 15. You know, to be so accomplished at age 15, one might speculate that someday she might even be the leader of this new digital army. Now, before you <laughs> just kind of take one look at this lady and try to laugh it off, as, as tempting as it is to just laugh off a 15-year-old twit, uh, I must implore you to really ruminate on this, okay? This child, a 15-year-old child, she is the product, a 15-year-old child who is in the digital army, okay? She is the product of global indoctrination. She is just one of the billions of youth around the globe who have been cleverly groomed by the commie cabal to win the battle of democracy. And when they win the battle of democracy, friends, that's when they can enslave us all. Very, very close now. Very, very close. To very uh, clearly understand, to fully understand this threat, 
you'd have to be keen to a whole bunch of things, friends. And I know that most folks don't have the time to, to keep track of it all. But I did put several links to reports in here on the adaptation agenda, the globalists' theory of change, the rise of global democracy, understanding the infodemic and the WHO's effort to immunize humanity against misinformation, and of course, the globalist agenda revealed. Once you wrap your head around all of that, I mean, if you've been with me for a while, I know you have a working understanding of what the hell is going on here. But once you wrap your head around that, then you understand that these youths are being conditioned into a cosmopolitan perspective. These are cosmopolitan peasants straight out of the Congo. And, you know, that cosmopolitan perspective, these conditioned youth, that's the ultimate tidal force behind the real red wave. The real red wave. Report, uh, Torch Report 342 was the real red wave. I put it out in April. You might want to take a look at that if you want to understand the communist tactics that are driving the globalist agenda. But honestly, I don't really expect anyone to attempt reading all those reports today. It's a lot of information. I just put them there for reference so I don't have to eat up so much time repeating myself, okay? In a nutshell, this new digital army is comprised of indoctrinated youth who fully believe, they firmly believe, with an unshakable conviction, they believe that they alone have a moral imperative to keep people safe from misinformation and do whatever it takes to save the planet. And I'm here to tell you, friends, that both of these objectives are going to have a significant impact on your life directly. But deeper than that, these poor, poor, exploited youth, they've been raised to be global socialists who instantly defer all of their decisions to the experts and to the science. These poor, exploited youths believe that democracy is the highest political ideal and that the state alone can decide what's best for everyone. After all, I mean, come on, you know, who has more knowledge and expertise and benevolence than the collective hive mind of the state? Now, friends, I am going to pivot here. But I don't want you to forget that face, that poor face from the Congo with bleach blonde hair and long stick-on nails and hoopy earrings, that 15-year-old twit. Don't forget that face. And please know that she and her, his, its, they, friends, all of them, you know, they're working together in a, with a youthful zeal, with passion to destroy everything that you love in your life under the banner of the greater good. You my friends, are a sacrifice that they are willing to make. Now, with that said, let's go ahead and zoom out. Zoop! We go out to take a bigger look here. You might have been expecting me to be hopping up and down today about last night's Republican Party. I mean, debate. I mean, debacle. I mean, oh, come on, yawn, whatever. You know, here's what you need to know, okay? Mike Pence got the most talk time. I don't know why. Nobody wants to listen to him. Vivek Ramaswamy, he lavishly praised Trump and did a pretty damn good job. Nikki Haley held her own. DeSantis was a dud. And the crowd practically booed Chris Christie off the stage. That was a satisfying moment. If anyone else was there, nobody really noticed. <laughs> Meanwhile, while all of that circus was going on, uh, Trump was trouncing the entire event, talking to millions of people while he was talking to Tucker on Twitter. That sums up 
the political circus. One more thing I want to point out is that when uh, Trump was being interviewed by Tucker, he was really spot on when he said that there's a level of passion and hatred in our country that he's never seen before. Perhaps our country's never seen it before. These you know, these passionate youths, you know, this passion and this hatred that's really coming from the left, uh, never, be, never before seen, you know. And then he goes on to say that's probably a bad combination. To have passion and hatred and just fuse them together, that's probably a bad combination. Jeez, you think? Friends, I know that you know that none of this is by accident, right? I mean, hung election in the Civil War, anybody? I bet those passionate, hateful, hateful uh, spiteful people are, are probably cheering it on. So another thing that got slipped into the uh, the media's act today is that the mass mandates really are coming back. We were just talking about that. They're coming back because of the recent upturn in COVID-19 cases, and that's given a quote, a handful of entities... <laughs> <laughs> Who is this handful of entities? But the uh, recent upturn in COVID-19 cases has given a handful of entities all the justification they need to reinstate mask mandates and restrict your breathing and treat you like an animal. That's the word on the hill, as in Capitol Hill. Now, apparently they're going to uh, be foisting this insanity upon the public again. You know, it's a, it's a it's another iterative disruption, to quote Dr. Fauci. We know that that's how they build, quote-unquote, resilience, code word for f***ing with your life, okay? Uh, but the timing of this, you know, th this time they're injecting a disturbing new tactic, you know? They're going to throw anyone who disagrees in jail. If you disagree with mask mandates, you're going to get your ass tossed in jail, and that includes judges. That's a story that's out there. WTF. What the hell is going on here? Reading from an article over at nationalpulse.com, quote, Judge Christian Detmar of the Weimar District Court argued in April 2021. He says... I have considered, uh, I'm sorry, the judge, Judge Christian Detmar says, I have considerable doubts about the meaningfulness of masks. If you want to wear them voluntarily at school, you can do that. But we don't have to patronize parents. He referenced a, a number of respected and renowned scientists to back up his claims that masks are worthless. But now this judge has been giving a two-year prison sentence because he overruled the federal obligation for children to wear face masks in school. Friends, this is so despicable. This is so unbelievable. It almost leaves me speechless. To throw a judge in, in jail, or give him a two-year prison sentence, I guess he gets out on bail, but he's two-year prison sentence for overruling the federal obligation for children to wear masks in school. Let me ask you this. Do you believe that there is a, quote, federal obligation for children to wear face masks in school. Do you believe it? It's lies, lies, I tell you, insidious lies. But this judge just got a prison sentence for overruling the insanity of it all. Let that sink in. Friends, there is no doubt in my mind that this whole thing is really just a scare tactic meant to keep other judges cowering to the arbitrary edicts of the executive branch. There could be no clearer sign 
that our dysfunctional government has become broken beyond repair. And of course, the global sharks are fully aware. There is blood in the water. There is a lot of blood in the water. The bigger news that's out today, we're going to get to here, but it's, it's not the fact, the bigger news isn't the fact that the U.S. Warhawks have just approved the sale of 100 Apache attack helicopters to Warsaw. I mean, that's conveniently, conveniently perched on Putin's back porch, and it's going to inevitably escalate World War III, but that's not the big news. Neither is the big news the fact that someone brought down a plane that ended the life of Russia's notorious chief mercenary, Mr. <laughs> da. No say yet. Okay, uh, they brought down this plane. It killed Putin's butcher. Prigozhin? I don't know how they say that. But this guy was the head of the now infamous Wagner Group. He's the guy that's been a thorn in NATO's side since the start of the war. And someone just bought, brought down his plane. Kind of a big deal. If you think about putting attack helicopters on Russia's back porch and then, you know, taking down Putin's butcher at the same time, you know, oh my gosh, it kind of seems like a poke in both eyes. I don't know. But there's bigger news still, friends. And that bigger news is that in the midst of all of this chaos... The BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, they have extended their network of influence to now include Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Egypt, Ethiopia, Argentina, Iran, Iran, and uh, over a dozen other countries. Friends, the writing is on the wall here. This new global alliance all but guarantees the certain destruction of the dollar and U.S. dominance in geopolitical affairs sooner rather than later. And if you were to look at their faces, as to be expected, they're all smiles there. Friends, since the Chinese Communist Party is said to be the role model for the world, I'd say it's safe to assume that this has happened with the full backing and support of the global cabal, which does bring us back to the UN fighting deadly disinformation and deploying its new digital army all around the globe. Says they, and I quote, This is a war that is going on through social media, through the radio and traditional news outlets. Fighting deadly disinformation has been a painful curve to learn on this new battlefield. But the mission has now become proactive on social and other media platforms to help stop its spread. Pause. Did you catch that? The mission to fight deadly disinformation has now become proactive. Hmm. To fight back against disinformation, UN peacekeepers are putting new tools into the hands of civilians of all ages, including 15-year-old Blessing Kasai of the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Period, end quote. Because, of course, you know, this 15-year-old teenager from the corrupt Congo, DRC, you know, she's got to be well-qualified to push some buttons, right? Well-qualified to censor free speech and alter the outcome of elections everywhere all at once. I mean, come on, what could go wrong? Now, perhaps uh, one of the greatest perks for Miss Blessing, uh, she attended this, this global festival to combat misinformation, and she got equipped with these powerful new tools. Think weaponized AI. And once she attended the festival and she got all these tools, now she got trained up on the deconstructing of hate speech and fake news. What that means, in a single sentence, is now that this 15-year-old twit has these tools, she holds the fate of the world in the palm of her hands. 
And I just want to point out one more thing here, friends. I see the time. We're going to wrap it up. But you should probably know that this first of a, first of its kind festival uh, to destroy disinformation that took place in Mali. And Mali is in a transitional government right now because, uh, and that transitional government, right, it's been implemented by the UN peacekeepers and all this kind of stuff since there was a suspicious coup back in 2021. And I'll just let you connect the dots on that one, friends. There is no doubt that this global digital army has been mobilized and it is on the move. Their next objective is anyone's guess, but the U.S. elections would make a darling mission. The question is, how many birds can they kill with this new digital stone? I suspect, my friends, we are about to find out, and that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. <laughs> find Torch Report 437. Click the heart. Find the heart. Click the heart. Give you some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.